Hey everyone, welcome to There's Nobody Here Named Josh, the podcast <laughs> the name Nobody Here Named Josh. My name is Kevin. I'm joined by Will. What's going on? And usually Rob, but Rob's not here right now, which is a really weird We were talking earlier and he thinks he's gone shopping today. But today's <laughs> guest is is a graphic designer. He's an artist. He created the, you know, the logo that you're seeing that there's nobody here named Josh logo. He created all that stuff. Uh, his name's Aaron Alessandrini. Hey. So he's here. Uh, but before we begin officially, we just got to lay down the ground rules for everybody listening. Uh, there's only okay. one. There's only one. That there's nobody here named Josh. Okay. All right. All right. It's pretty, it's, it's pretty it's, exclusive behavior, that, but all right. That, that is. It's pretty exclusive. Uh, there's there's <laughs> nobody here named Josh, and uh, there probably won't be for a while. So today's topic, okay, uh, is classic 80s TV shows. Some people that may know it, some people may not. Right? Are we are we completely segregated by the eighties, or are we getting into something? No, that? no, we can, we can go so into. We're gonna the take 80s. A, we're gonna take a trip, just you know, down down the down the the fairway towards the nineties a little bit, maybe into the cul de sac of the twenty or the the knots twenties. <laughs> a little bit, a little thinking, bit. I was thinking I meant to say two thousands, but a little bit. It's been, but it's been a long day. The the, the reason why I, the reason why I said eighties is because Will's only nineteen years old. Oh, that's okay. right. He's a little so baby. he he was only he was born in two thousand. So I'm a sweet little baby. That's so right. so young boy. Some of the stuff that he, some of the stuff I know, some of the stuff he knows. Like mm-hmm. it's it's weird. He knows one of the shows that I'm going to talk about today. Well, I mean, let, let's you know, let's let's be real here. Will is a, a learned young man. He is. So tiptoeing on the fringes of pop culture. So the way this is going to work is that I'm going to show will three of my favorite and most memorable shows from my childhood because i was born in 1981 okay mm-hmm. so i was right on the cusp of all that sort of stuff right and and uh and then i know you'll chime in with your your memories about these shows uh aaron i know that um now some well, my, of shows... sorry <laughs> my, no, my experience no. my experience was generally rerun based well, most of them are rerun based because not a lot yeah. of these shows went for any long period of time, really. Well, at least you you got to see them released, right? Like you were there, sort of with the inception. Yeah, yeah, I was there, but even if you you're know, they, a toddler. They, yeah, well, they didn't last for a very long period of time, right? Well, and we'll talk about why. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but you know, I can name some of the favorite ones that most most people know, right? <laughs> Most people know of the '80s. We'll go the real Ghostbusters. Yeah, uh, they're classics. He Man, the Masters of the Universe, She-Ra, Smurfs. Sm- I was just gonna say, Smurfs. you know, Garfield. People know those ones, right? Um, but the ones that I'm gonna talk about uh, are three of my favorites as a kid. So much that I actually have a tattoo of one of them on my arm. I've seen it. It's spectacular. And I'm wearing a T-shirt right now of another one right now which one so, i want to know oh we, we'll get there we'll get we're there. getting there i'm wearing we'll mine too actually we do we went on a red bubble spree nice okay we're not, we're not yeah. sponsored we're not sponsored no no we're not sponsored <laughs> I, I wish we were but that would be great um so well now but before we go along with this if you want to follow along if anyone when you're listening to us right now if you want to follow along with what we're talking about 
You can go to our social media pages, which is there's no Josh on Instagram and Twitter. And you can go that there's nobody named nobody here named Josh on Facebook. You can find those YouTube links to this to the theme songs that we'll be watching. Okay. Perfect. And Early- I do just want to chime in super, super quick. Yeah. We take this this no Josh rule very seriously. Yes, we okay. do. <laughs> Extremely yes. seriously. Yes, like, we do. Any Josh's will be banned immediately. Well, if if we ever get a, a, a guest named Josh, then they have to choose a name from the drum of non Josh names. We should and have like have, a little like a hat with a bunch of names in it, and yeah, just pull that, one out and be like, "Your name is now Kenneth." That that's exactly <laughs> it. That's exactly it. So again, you can check out exactly what we're watching, what what Will's going to be watching on There's No Josh on Instagram and on Twitter, and There's Nobody Named Josh on Facebook. There you'll find YouTube links to to the theme songs that we'll be watching. Will, the first one I want you to pick up, we're going to go do this right now, okay? All right. I already have all of them open on my browser. Okay. The first one I want you to watch is, is Silverhawks. 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 I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. So you watch Silverhawks. You tell me while you're watching it. And while you're watching it, I'll tell the listeners some some things about it. Not to be confused with the porno of the similar name, Silver Cox. That's correct. That's correct. <laughs> yeah, that that's, like, that's a different version, of course. It sounds like a movie I made once. It sounds like a movie I made once. So are you watching it? Uh yeah, I'm about to hit play. Let's do okay. it. Okay. All right. All right. So Silverhawks, um, believe it or not, ran on TV from 1986 to 1987 for only one season, right? Uh, 65 episodes, one season. It was created by Rankin Bass. Now, do you know you know who Rankin Bass? 65 episodes. Holy yeah, shit. yeah. Do you know who Rankin Bass is? Um, the name is extraordinarily familiar to me. Rankin Bass, same dudes that brought us that classic Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer stop motion cartoon. Oh yeah. Yeah, those are the the same people that brought Silverhawks to life, right? Oh, wow. Um, so it's the same, pretty much the same cast as one of the ones that we're going to talk about later. Well, like the the animation alone was wild for the time. It, it was. It was like top of the top notch. Like that that intro that what Will is watching right now was was. I mean, we watched that earlier this week, and I was blown away with just the the level of detail and the seamlessness of of the sort of the movements. Like it was, it was actually pretty impressive. Yeah, well, you're you're a graphic designer, you're an artist, so you would you would uh, understand that and and like that more than what an average layperson would. Right? Well, it's like there's a lot there's a lot of chrome happening. So <laughs> well, I can confirm there is an absurd <laughs> amount of chrome. Yeah, there is so much chrome, and that's not easy to pull off. Let me tell no. you. No. Now, some of the characters in Thun- in Silverhawks, right? Um, like I'll describe them um, so that way Will will know which ones is the one that has half his head, like in a like in a like a gold piece. That's Commander Stargazer. Uh, the 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 main guy with the big muscles is Quicksilver. The dude who's blue with the cowboy hat and the guitar. That's <laughs> that's bluegrass, right? <laughs> no, no, no. There's no way. Bluegrass. <laughs> there's right? no goddamn way. Yeah, there, yeah. Bluegrass. Um, Steelheart complete without a yeah. cowboy. Yeah, Steelheart <laughs> is the one with the helmet that looks like a football helmet. 
and Steel Will is his. Oh, uh, sorry, sorry. Opposite Steel Heart is the female, and Steel nope. Will is is the one that has like football helmet one. Uh, the Copper Kid is uh, that short dude that that's copper instead of chrome, and he doesn't make any English words at all. He's just a he's from the planet of the mimes. <laughs> sorry. Does he just make like gibberish noises? Are it's they just primarily French. Or? It's gibberish uh, computer type noises. Okay. Right. I notice a lot of similarities in his sort of overall character design with uh, with Thundercats. Actually, if you sort of look at the and, his, and his eyes, you know and what? Stuff are done up. It's, yeah. Actually. It's actually supposed to be Thundercats in space. Oh. Yeah, that's because it's the same same voice cast as Thundercats. Wonder if they're I, maybe I have, in the same universe. Um, I have a question. Sure. Okay. So, and this this is a wild one. So just you, just try to bear with me here. Th- this is the point. You're supposed to ask questions, and we'll answer right? them. Right. Yep. Episode one of Thundercats. They were in fucking space, homie. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were. <laughs> when you so say the Thundercats space are version space of Thundercats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the same voice cast as Thundercats. But it's supposed to be Thundercats based in space. Now, Silverhawk. Now, with Thundercats, they, they came from space and they crashed on the planet. And they most of their stuff happened on that planet, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But with, with Silverhawks, most of it happens in space. Like, they, they fly around in their, in, their, in their half wings of silver, nerds of steel. You know their what I mean? Like, hawk ship. Partly metal, partly real, that kind of stuff, and and uh, and that takes place mostly in space. And the bad guy, the bad guy, the red dude, uh, his name is Monstar. <laughs> okay, Monstar. All right. right? I feel like I feel like Space Jam might have. Yeah, yeah, Monstar. Riff that one a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Um, who's, so who's the animator? I don't know. Like I, I, I animation I, studio. I mean, it's. Rankin Bass Animation or Animated Entertainment, uh, Pacific Animation Corporation. I wonder if there's any sort of crossover there with Thundercats, actually. Oh, guaranteed there is. Because Rankin Bass Rankin Bass created Silver uh, Thundercats. Same same studio. Exactly the same studio, which is why it's the same voice cast as Thundercats. Oh, you're starting to sound like the copper kid there, man. Oh, oh yeah. How's that? That's a little better. Yeah, you were. Okay. You're going through the matrix there for a second. Oh no. We can't so, have that. So, do you have any have any more questions there, Will? Any um, anything anything? I mean, not not really any many more questions. Like, I feel like. What's your opinion like, on that? Would you want to Would you want to watch that? Would you want to watch that episode? Based on uh, like just the the opening theme, like the opening intro alone. <laughs> Um, obviously, Aaron, you said that uh, the animation was phenomenal. I, I 100% agree. Like for that time, that is amazing. Uh, well, the, the the way they mashed up the 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 sound and the way it was all mixed proper with um all the movements, that looked really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, I was really impressed. I mean, you know, for the time, you you expect that. I mean, not to. You know, discount any of the the wonderful work that went on, but it, you know was a little choppier and and uh, how many episodes was was I have sixty five? You said they did six. Yeah, they did sixty five episodes. Yeah, yeah. 
Man, they really they freaking spent all that uh, Rudolph well, money. Because <laughs> <laughs> spent like, it on all the crumbs. Ra- I mean, reindeer, yeah. Ra- reindeer makes the cash, right? Yeah, I mean, because like, even looking at Thundercats and and some of the other the shows to come out at that time, like Silverhawks being in, uh, an underrated show, like oh, sixty-five so episodes, and like the animation was just wild. Like it Thundercats sex- didn't even have that good animation. It was second string, man. Silverhawks was second string, mm-hmm. right? Like, like if you were to name cartoons of the '80s, guaranteed people would name Thundercats. Yeah, yeah. I mean that, and, that was the one that really got the most traction, I think. Yeah, but no one, no one, unless you're like hardcore like me, would even remember Silverhawks, mm-hmm. right? Which is why Silverhawks is is really, really expensive. Well, you know what? Right? I think. Pacific Animation Corporation. Like it's I a have Walt Disney Company. It is now probably. Probably not back then. It probably wasn't back then. Now you now remember you're, you're talking 1980, 86 and 87. Mm-hmm. Right? I was like They also <clears throat> they had a Japanese animation payroll as well. Yeah. The Hano Hanho Huang up Limited. <laughs> okay. Is an animation studio that says you're based in Seoul. Oh, South Korea. Okay. Founded yeah. in 84 by Stephen Han. So they actually had, like, um, they had, you know, Asian animators working on this. So maybe that lends to why it was, you know, looks so good. It's probably the same animators that Thundercats was, right? Well, because Thundercats still has, a, has has that sort of He-Man... Um, style sort of like I can't remember if they actually just if they did overlays and or or what, but you know, not, for lack of a better word, it was a little janky. A little bit, but that's you know, what like, made it. That's what made it awesome back then. Yeah, nowadays it, like, it doesn't. It doesn't hold up. No, it was like it was like GI Joe and and a lot of those other shows. You know, they had some repeated frames and whatnot, and there was a lot of overlay work. Where when you look at Silverhawks, like just that intro alone was like, holy crap. Okay, so so now uh Will, here yes. here's here's I... your answer. Here here's your question. Based on what we're what we just talked about alone, do you have any questions about Silverhawks at all? Like anything like what do you think the plot went, like that kind of stuff? Honestly, no, I got, I got nothing. <laughs> you got nothing. <laughs> no, like there's, there's a big part of me that just kind of wants to dive in and watch all of them now. Well, you can find them all on YouTube. It's Chrome daddies in space. Yeah, you can, uh, you, you can watch. I believe I'm going to waste all of my time. Yeah. yeah that's a good still... stretch. Like 65 episodes. That'll, it is. That's, bad. that's some binging right there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I tried to watch. I just couldn't do it. Okay, so that's that's your that's the question. Would you watch this? Hundred percent. All right. <laughs> Love All right. It. No that's doubt. What, that's that's what I want to hear. So the next one we're going to talk about, okay, is Brave Star. <laughs> okay. Brave so Brave Star. So tell me when you're watching it. All right, I'll. Uh, I'm, I'm hitting play right now. Okay. The only, now, 
like well, if whenever I see this stuff, the only word that comes to mind is just yeah. <laughs> that's that's pretty much it, right? Pretty... Brave Star. It ran from 1987 to 1988 for again only 65 episodes. My God, how does that qualify for a season? That's at least two, three. I, I don't know. Back then, it was like that's how many episodes. I guess they could pump them out like 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 clockwork, right? It was made by Filmation, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a matter of fact, Phil- Brave Star was the last cartoon that Filmation Studios created before it went bankrupt. Oh, wow. Yeah, so before it was bought out. And uh, Warner Brothers, I think, has the rights to Brave Star right now. Uh, it's considered oh. a space western, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. the, I think the, we know what happened to Filmation. <laughs> yeah. So it was considered a space Western. Uh, the main characters, uh, I'm just going to name the first, the, the three main characters. Uh, it's Marshall Bravestar, which is uh, supposed to be a Native American uh, cowboy in space. Is he the space marshal? He's the space marshal, Marshall Bravestar. Cool. He's supposed to Got have, it. yeah, he's supposed to have the strength of the bear, uh, <laughs> speed of the puma, oh, eyes of the hawk. Oh god! And and another one that I can't remember off the top of my head. What <laughs> happened in the eighties, guys? Why are there so many space this cowboys? Is, this is just race crimes. It is. It is. Like, the so, fact that he's a Native American cowboy. Native American cowboy in space. And and uh, the bad guy is third. The bad guy is Tex Hex. Tex Hex. Tex Hex. H E X. Yeah. Was he was he supposed to be like a wizard? No, he's not a bag of assorted shredded cheese. No. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's Tex Mex. Yeah, that's 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 his cousin from from Mexico. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Hey man, I told you in the very first episode that this this whole thing is going to be not safe for work. So yeah, we the show about, isn't for kids. There we we, we talk we about only hey, so the babies out there know how it. cool they are for listening. It, you know, Tex so, Max, and he's a Mexican conquistador because that's that's you know, right. Apparently, we're just joining opposition. Scene. And uh, the bad guy was Tex Hex. That's the dude with the sunken face with the big long mustache and hair. <clears throat> and his horse, Marshall Brave Star's horse is was known as a techno horse it's, it's a space horse you can a say spa- it space horse, space horse. No, no, not even an anthropomorphic space horse. and his his name is 3030 oh christ which is actually pretty cool because it sounds like a rifle yeah 3030 and and that and he can morph he transforms from a an actual looking horse to Into a man horse a man horse with a big horse head right I'm gonna so, need a minute. <laughs> Killing so, me, man. So, so that's that's Brave Star for you in in a in a nutshell. I am so surprised that there are not more furries devoting their time <laughs> to thirty thirty because that is right up their alley. I I could. To- it was exactly furry. Like I saw it, and that's the first thing I thought of. Like that you know, is a furry's wet dream. Like, yeah. Again, it aired from Christ. September 1987 to February 1988, right? It was a and, year. Yeah, one year. 65 episodes in a year. Holy. Yeah, shit. but you're, you're looking at an episode a day. 
Yeah, but think about how much work. Like, they must have had a massive production team for, for yeah. both of these shows. Yeah. To do there, that? My God. There, there was a feature film oh. about this. It's called Brave Star The Legend. You know? Of course. Um, there's, it's just, yeah. It's just, it's been... It's supposed to be the planet that he's on is supposed to be called New Texas. <laughs> new, what happened to Tex- Old Texas? I don't know. It's New 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 Texas. Old Texas right? wasn't as liberal between or yeah. liberal with a, a Native American cowboy. And, and, and what's really weird? <laughs> what's What's really weird is that Brave Star is actually set in our universe because New Texas is actually supposed to be like. 1957 light years from earth okay so it's way way in the future when yeah native americans have completely forgotten about oh yeah that's what i remember I, eyes of the hawk he's supposed <laughs> to have ever gonna I, happen Ryan? yeah maybe yeah so we're eyes... all just get all cultural norms are meld into one thing we yeah. get native american cowboys and techno oh horses and techno horses and <laughs> eyes of anthropomorphic horses anthropomorphic Horses. Excuse you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, bags of bags of mixed cheddar. <laughs> just just sentient bags of cheese. Yeah, not so people love it. <laughs> I won't stop until the whole universe is cheesy. <laughs> so so that's that's Brave Star in a nutshell, man. There's that's... a photo of uh, it's actually the the Wikipedia photo, and it's. Marshall oh, no. Bravestar and Thirty Thirty, and they're just winking at each other. And it's the <laughs> oh most, yeah, like, that was in the intro. Yeah, and it's very, very just laden sexual tension. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know, they they do spend an awful lot of time together. They do. They do. They do. I mean, you know, we, and, who knows what they get up to? And he I mean, can trick. He can transform his body, so you know what else transforms, right? It's it's New oh, Texas. No. It's and a you know, far more liberal New Texas. And you know what you know, you know what they say about horses, right? Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm looking, at, oh. I'm, I'm looking at the supporting characters, and the first one I see, Angus McBride. I'm happy yeah. to know my family lives on in this universe. <laughs> You've made oh. it, man. You've oh. made it. I forgot. I forgot to mention. There's one really infamous episode. Of Brave Star. Oh no! Where oh, we get into like Porygon in Pokemon levels? No, infamous. Or... No, no. It's an episode called The Price. Oh, The Price. Okay. Which a little boy, like this guy, couldn't be any more than like twelve years old, buys a drug called Spin, <laughs> called Spin, which is kind of oh, similar no. to LSD, becomes addicted to it and dies of an overdose. <laughs> Oh my god. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, here it is. I just found it on the Wikipedia. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. They got real upfront with their uh, whole anti-drug message in this one. Yeah. Yeah. So they would it, it was oh man. Just just I'm wear Okay, that's the shirt I'm wearing right now. The Brave Star. I'm wearing the, my Brave Star shirt. Right? Awesome. So like I, I, I bought a I bought a Thundercat shirt, a Silverhawk shirt, and a Brave Star shirt. Again, I'm probably the only person in this city that remembers these ones. You know? But well, uh maybe. We'll see. Well, I mean, maybe. Hope, hopefully could, people could be some other I'm gonna start going around town enthusiasts and start asking people once um 
Once this comes current out. Current events stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Unspecific but... current events. <laughs> yeah, the COVID. Um... Oh, we're not supposed to talk about that. That's right. We can't. We're not, we can't talk about that. We can't talk about that. The beer. It's everywhere. We're going to call it the beer. The beer. The beer is everywhere. The beer is everywhere. Um, yeah. So, so, okay. So that's, that's Brave Star. Do you, do you have any questions about Brave Star? Um, why? 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 Well, it was, it was made, it was made to, to, to sell toys, right? Well, yeah, a, a lot of shows back then were, but like, filmation did they just have to get their their hand in the pot of space cowboys like i i don't know i, I mean have if no... you want to see space cowboys done right watch cowboy bebop i mean that's awesome that is a space western and i mean without the tropes of like i'm a talking horse and we got cowboy <laughs> hats you know um it's... bluegrass believe it or not <laughs> believe it or not uh 30 30 didn't talk like that 30 30 he was like he was a gruff kind of I'm okay. 30, 30. Yeah, that's pretty much exactly it, right I'm there. I'm a fucking horse. Yeah. <laughs> Who's gonna change my horseshoes? That's that's exactly the way he talked, right? And 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 because uh, Bra- of course, Brave Star talked like you know he's one of those one of those um, mellow Don't do voiced. It. Don't do it. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> I was very worried. <laughs> You do it. You can do it. I'm not doing it. Remember, no. remember, no this, is, doing this. this is a not safe for work uh, podcast. Give me the spirit of the bear. 30, 30. <laughs> you can't come into the bar like a horse. You yeah, must be well, a man. Not, not quite like that, but close. That would have been amazing. I would have watched the shit out of that show. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're, like you're going to, if you're going to like race bands like that, go all the way. Like, well, I don't know. Marshall I don't know. Brave so Star. okay, so that's 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 uh, Brave Star in in a in a in a little bit fast like Puma. Yeah. So <laughs> oh man. So Will. Yeah. Will. Would you watch this show? Oh God. Um. If I were to watch this show, I don't think I would admit it. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> really that's one, those, that's one of those guilty pleasure well, shows right? it's it's 2020 if i were to tell people hey i watch a space western action adventure science fiction show about uh a native american cowboy and a talking anthropomorphic horse people are gonna run <laughs> the well, opposite let's, direction i am let's not forget he's not just a native american cowboy he's also a witch because apparently he has he's got druidic powers he has powers remember he's got magic powers eyes of the hawk ears of the wolf speed of the puma and strength of the bear and we don't want to know what he did to get those no no No, we don't don't. no please don't crimes against humanity yeah his animals his spirit animals right yeah his spirit animals a lot of peyote to get those (laughs) yeah Well, I guess his his peyote. I guess there would be a, a kind of a form of peyote in this uh, in this show because mm-hmm. because the point of this show is that uh, Tex you don't Hex, know what the fuck's going on. You don't know. You know, Tex Hex is looking for a uh, like a gem type thing called Curium. 
Mm. Right? So it's the, it's a red rock called Kyrian. Okay. <laughs> and and that's what it's, that's what they're looking for and that's why uh, and when you smoke it <laughs> you get the eyes of a hawk. <laughs> strength of the bear. Strength yeah. of the bear. That's right. Yeah. There's a curium yeah. epidemic in New Texas. That's right. Uh, so we so, know what oh, the price was about. He <laughs> was he was taught by this guy, which is going to be really funny, called oh, no. Shaman. Of course, Shaman. Fucking who, sure. Yeah. Well, why not? Obvious, obviously, obviously, obviously. This this guy was a uh, uh, capable of teleportation and time travel and psychokinesis and clairvoyance and. He he was. This just went from zero to a hundred. Really yeah, this fast. is kind of, just, our baseline of zero was space horses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's so space horses and God apparently. Space horses and God. That's that's pretty much it right there. <laughs> pretty much it right there. I would say lazy writing, but that's sixty-five episodes of pure gold. <laughs> you can I mean, actually, actually watch, watch them. This. You can. I watched each and every one of those. Each and every one. Okay. What's All right. next? All right. So, uh, so Will, you would watch that? Are you going to watch it? You know, I think I might. Okay. I actually, like, I need to, the curiosity is killing me of what happens in this show to make it 65 episodes long. Okay. So now you need to watch the show. Okay. I have two shows I got to watch so far. Now, this is the third one. This is the longest one. This is probably what we're going to talk about the longest. So, we'll go watch the Thundercat one. I'm pressing play right now. Thundercats. Okay. Thunder, 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 cats. Exactly. Now, Thundercats, it ran from... The best theme song. It ran from 1985 to 1989. Okay. Also by Rankin Bass, the same people who did the Silverhawks and, you know, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. 130 episodes. Spread over, like, three seasons. That's phenomenal. Uh, It has two reboots. In 2011, the reboot only lasted one season. Um, it was, I think it was about 15 episodes in one season. And now there's a reboot, the Cartoon mm-hmm. Network. The Cartoon Network has a reboot out right now called Thundercats Roar. Yeah, that's right. 2020. Which, which I will not watch. <laughs> yeah. I that will not watch. Um, two video games. Yeah, two video games. Uh, 87 and, and uh, 2012. I've, I've played them both and they're both very awful. And uh, um, a comic series, apparently. Oh yeah, oh yeah, comic book series galore. Characters: Lion-O, uh, Panthro, Tigra, Chitara, Wily Kit, Wily Cat, Jaga, Snarf. <laughs> Jaga. Don't forget my boy Snarf. Yeah, How Snarf. Not that is not allowed. Mumra, <laughs> Mumra, Mumra Snarf. was actually Mumra was actually voted one of the scariest villains from the 1980s. He was actually pretty awesome. That was, that yeah. was a damn good villain. Oh, he was amazing. Yeah, like he's like one of the scariest villains in in cartoon history. At least I like to think so. Mm-hmm. Right? I, um, I, could, I could agree. I could agree. You know, it was created in Japan. Ah, oh, grip it and rip it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Are you are you <laughs> doing bong talks while you're talking? 
No, no, I'm drinking Tall Boys. Oh. Well, I'm I'm having Starbucks right here, so you know. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I'm gonna stick with my water. Yeah, I'm having Starbucks. I, I live right. I live right down the road from a Starbucks, so I can't go. help it. It's the weekend, and, and I have depression. <laughs> so I'm just gonna, I'm it's just the gonna weekend. Talk. After this, I'm going to have a joint. I'm, I can't. There you go. Yeah, have a smoke a joint and watch some uh, Brave Star. Yeah, you need to watch all three of these high as a fucking kite. Thundercats well, is pretty I mean, badass. High as oh, a kite. Yeah, love right? Thundercats. So, so Thundercats, again... There was tons of stuff. Comics, video games, films. There was supposed to be a, a movie made of Thundercats in the middle of its run on actual TV. But because of how horrible uh, Transformers did mm. when, it fir- when it first came out, the Transformers movie, the okay. animated movie back in the 80s, it did horrible, horrible, horrible. And, and they just scrapped it. But instead, they actually took the movie and created five episodes of the show out of nice. it. Nice. Yeah, five. Well, like, I, I think I remember that actually. Yeah, so they created wow. five episodes of the show out of it. It was called Thundercats Ho. Yeah. <laughs> and and that's that's what that was all about. Um, we laugh now, but well, which 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 Transformers was the first one? Was that what the the big planet? Yeah, the death of uh, the death of of Optimus Prime. Spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. I mean, yeah. later that film got a pretty big cult following. But well, yeah, think... you know, most most of those films got a giant cult following back then, but but it did horrible. In... And a lot of that is always studio interference too. Yeah. So, like I said, it was followed by a TV movie called Thundercats Ho in 1986. Um, producer interference, I should say. Yeah. So, so again, with, with Thundercats, uh, you know, tons of shit. The plot of Thundercats, if people who don't know, uh, there's like uh, cat-like humanoid aliens. They come from this planet called Third Earth. Third, um, they end up on this planet called Third Earth, but they're escaping from their own world called Thundera, which is exploding, kind of like, a, you know, Alice Superman. Yeah. And and uh, need a plot device, blow up a planet. Exactly, pretty much. So they escape their planet Thundera, which is exploding. Uh, the bad guys called the Mutants of Plundar follow them onto this planet called Third Earth, which is actually supposed to be the Earth that we're on right now, but the third version of our Earth. Yeah, just a little bit to the left, right? So in, in yeah, the, in the parallel universe. Yeah, of. so it's just a third version of our Earth. And and huh. when 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 they go, they're they're in this big ship. Because why not? Yeah, you know, they're in this big ship, and Lionel starts out as a ten-year-old boy, right? So he's he's the the last. He's the king of the Thundercats, and he's a ten-year-old boy. And uh, the mutants damage their ship while in space because they have this big oh, battle. That's right. I remember they damage their sh- yeah, they damage their ship and while they're in space, big battle, they go into these pods and like they're, and, they're cryogenesis pods. Yeah, cryogenic pods and shit. And um <laughs> and shit. And shit. And Jaga Jaga stays back and pilots the ship and he grows old and he dies and the ship explodes over third earth, crashes onto third earth. And all the other Thundercats aren't phased whatsoever. Right. 
None of them. Well, None of I them mean, are... Lion-O suddenly is an adult. Yeah. Like, he all gets of a sudden, hit with the puberty stick really hard. Really, really hard. And I would, I would actually argue um, his mental state has... Uh, it's stayed the same. Pretty solid. Yeah, he's essentially yeah. He a child. Quite fist too. Or yeah, quite fast, he, rather. he is essentially a child in the body of an adult, <laughs> right? So that's pretty much what that is. Yeah. That's that's Thundercats in a nutshell, right? Mumra. I mean, every every kid at that age wanted that experience. Well, like, I want to be a giant anthropomorphic cat man. I personally looked up to Lion-O because as a redhead. Back, back in, I know, it was but back, ginger idol. It was, he was, because back in the eighties, there really wasn't a lot of redheaded characters on TV. That's well, true. yeah, that's because gingers have no souls. That's why you're right. We don't have any soul. We don't that have is, that soul. is that is a very modern take. We, we, we don't we don't have any souls. We have all of the souls. Oh God, and yeah. none of them all at once. And none of them. That's that's hashtag deep. Um, well, I mean that that was it's a it's a good plot device too because now. You know, you're you're constantly given opportunities to show growth in that character, which is really cool because you've got this kid who's now thrust into a position of power. Um, yeah, and he has to learn and grow and, and adulthood, power and adulthood and adulthood. Yeah, so he's got responsibilities. So he looks at everything with the naivety and wonderment of a child. You know, is sort of like I said, it, it's great to be able to like, oh, here's an episode of why you shouldn't be a dick and why sharing is good. And that's pretty now much. Now what... you're a man. That's that's pretty much what it was. Well, there was actually five specific episodes that that they did that. Um, mm-hmm. I forget what it's called. It was called Lionel's Anointment, mm-hmm. right? But so then I, then I think they threw that out the window, and he was just a man pretty quickly. Well, after this one, yeah, yeah. He's just like, so, oh, okay, we're done with the kid touring line. It's like you're you're just a guy now. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much pretty much what you that get is. it now. You know how to how to do yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah, you're done the tutorial. <laughs> yeah. A whole life is tutorial. You know what I mean? A whole life is a tutorial. I wish I can get my money back. Yeah, no kidding. But, uh, <laughs> I know, right? but, but yeah, so yes, yeah, the Thundercats. This is where we play the sad violin. That, well, <laughs> if I could find a sad violin uh, uh, music, I'll, I'll play that. I'll get our... So eventually, we got to get... Uh... We gotta get the sample board up so we can start playing music and stuff. Eventually, oh. I just need to learn how to play this goddamn keyboard. There you go. But yeah, so I mean, the the main thread again is toy sales, really. That's exactly it, right? Like they they were the Thundercats were created, the toys were created before the show was. Mm-hmm. So that way they can model the characters off the toys. So that way, when a kid like me, six, seven years old, eight years old, goes and see these toys in the in the in the shop, I want to get it because it looks exactly like what I see on TV. Mm-hmm. Like I'm looking at my shelf right now. I have all my Thundercats toys sitting out right now on a shelf in front of me. Collectibles. All collectibles right now. <laughs> my collectibles, right? That's right. And so I'm I have the biggest them sitting comic there. book nerd I know. Well, I'm not a comic book nerd because I well, don't collect figurine comic book. nerd. Would you? Yeah. Would you rather that? I, I don't collect comic books. I collect you know uh, 80s and 90s toys. You know, so I'm looking at them right now. Like my shelf right now, I'm looking at it has Thundercats, Silverhawks, and Brave Star all on one shelf. 
Well, it's interesting how many things guide that design process too, right? Like you're looking at simplicity of animation, you're looking at cost analysis as well, like how much is it going to cost? There's painting of the toys, there's all these things like that, right? So you, you that really sort of guided a lot of that stuff as well. I mean, like you take the Thundercats, for example, like you look at their color palettes and their things, right? So that being transferred to the, the physical realm, there's a lot of thinking and like the planning that goes into that process, right? And and the the sturdiness of the toys too. Yeah, that's like well, the, that's the, the make oh, of yeah, these general toys. quality. Yeah, a lot of a lot material. of stuff went into that. And you yeah. know, toys like that, toys like that aren't made like that anymore. Toys these days aren't made like that because I have toys up here that are older than both of you. Yeah. <laughs> and and they still that surprise me. And they still are working just like they would if I would have taken them out of the package. You know, I they're... had um I had like a, a set of the five lions from the old Voltron series. Oh, that's awesome. That's an yeah, amazing that one. Was... What'd you that, do with that, them? Like I don't I think they're I think it's hiding in the basement right now. Well, if if you take them out, I'll buy them from you. We'll talk about that later. I'll buy them from <laughs> you. If you if you have if you have all five lions from the Voltron series, like the old school Voltron series, I will buy them from you right now. Well, yeah, I'll have to see like if they're actually in the basement, if they're hiding somewhere mm-hmm. down there. Right. Or oh, if man, my mom I had, sold them and sold them herself. So many toys. I had all the Ninja Turtle stuff and uh, Megatron and like Power Rangers gear. Like, when, it sucks when it kind of goes missing and you look back and you're like, oh my god, if I only kept those things. Well, you know what? Like, I just recently bought all these Thundercats back because when I was a kid back in the in the eighties. Uh, my mom and dad were kind of forward thinking back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, they bought me two of every one that came out. One you to take one package. That's right. One to take out and play and one to package. Right. That's so smart. I had everything like every Thundercat ever made every playset, every vehicle, every everything. Jesus. One, one out, one out to play with and one still in the box. And so when my parents separated, okay, when my parents separated, um, my mom sold them all in yard sales. Oh God! While I was in while I was in school, my mom would have yard sales, and she sold them all. Well, yard sale ain't like finding vicious. a toy like that in a yard sale is better than going on Amazon or eBay and sorting and, by oh. low to high. Like right. what they would be worth now too. Like I looked them up. I looked them up. A one Lionel. Okay, my Lionel toy that I have up there is complete. It's complete. Mm-hmm. I have all the pieces that I need. What's it worth uh, boxed? Pardon? What's it worth boxed? In in the package on card as what they call it. Yeah, on card. On, on card. Um. A complete Lionel is worth anywhere between three and eight hundred dollars. Jesus Christ! Did you ever tell her this? Oh yeah. Give her shit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I said to her, <laughs> I go, I go. You know what? You sold all those toys. Where if I still had them, I could have sold them and paid my way through the first semester of college. Oh, easily, and then some. And then some, easily, easily. I have, I, I had everything. I had the Thunder Tank. I had all of it. <laughs> I love the names. Thunder well, Tank. 
it was a thunder tank, right? Thunder tank. It was like it looked like a cat. And it looked like a tank because it had treads and a gun pops out of the back. And, and it's and Thundercats, so right. <laughs> thunder tank. Everything had thunder in it, right? Thunder tank, thunder claw. You know, like, I mean, sort of omens didn't exactly see, have is, the word thunder uh, in this it. This was no. something I was thinking about too. I just looked it up. There was a, a vinyl shortage or an oil crisis. Sorry, in in nineteen seventy three seventy four. Because I I know this. Because of I collect records, I have a lot of records, and there's a thing you can actually age certain records because they're a lot thinner. You can mm-hmm. pick them up and shake them; they almost like flop like a like a piece of paper. They're really thin because uh, there was an oil crisis, in seventy three, seventy four, I guess. And so I was just wondering. I couldn't remember what year it was, and I just looked it up because that'd be really interesting to see how that would have impacted toy creation and stuff as well. But since these most of these toys were created in the mid to late eighties. Not so much, I'm guessing, but it's really interesting because if you go back and look at vinyl records, you can tell, you know, just by picking it up when it was minted because you know, like, oh, feel how thin it is. This was back when, is it, it affected the record industry immensely. They had to really cut down on the amount of plastics they were using, all the oil to make the vinyl. Hmm. But you figure that would have, yeah, that would have impacted toy sales as well. So I think if you look back at the 70s, you can see with the toys, I mean, if they were using vinyl or the same sort of process exactly sure would... what what these toys are made out of but they're sturdy as all hell man like these mm-hmm. toys have seen 30 years of being in a basement or 30 years of of sitting in a box in a dank room somewhere you know oh, what it's I mean? that, that hard plastic well that's that's actually this is interesting too that's how snake eyes from gi joe got his trademark look is because they ran out of money <laughs> <laughs> and they yeah. needed to put they needed to put a new toy out so they just made this to- it's literally i can't remember the name of the guy the white guy from cobra the cobra commander's side he's like the ninja they basically took the character model for that changed his head and just mint, like pressed him with black plastic and didn't fucking paint him <laughs> and they're like snake eyes he's a ninja and it literally came out of the fact that they didn't have the money to paint a new character. So I'm looking a little bit into um, like the what they would have used in around the 80s for making these uh, these sorts of toys and like what plastics they used. And one of the things I found uh, was a polyester film stock. Ooh. Yeah, hey. it looks like I haven't looked into it too, too much just yet, but it looks like they, uh, they used it a lot for. Uh, more flexible packaging, and I'm assuming if it was condensed enough, they could make a relatively durable plastic out of it. Oh, that would have been for the packaging, yeah. That's yeah. that, like, the see-through plastic they put on everything. Yeah, I wonder the actual construction of the toys themselves, is because they were, they were dense. Like, you could huck that thing at a wall, right? Oh, uh, well, yeah. I, I wonder wouldn't. if it was a resin of some sort, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Okay. I'm not exactly sure what they were made from. Made of dreams and love and hope and imagination. Yeah. And the money of, of moms from the 1970s That's and 80s. right. Yeah. All right. What's, what's next on the list? Of well, I was only going to do, I was only going to do three and then Rob was going to do a couple more, a couple of his, but since Rob's not here. Calling you out, Rob. I'm calling I, you out, I, bud. Yeah. I figured that we could do, uh, like I could name another cartoon and we can talk about that. Like, even though you I've haven't, 
we could do that. You got your list up? Okay. So so there was a cartoon that's still on TV right now only because they did a reboot of it. Um, DuckTales. Oh, I love DuckTales. Oh, my God. Tales. Good old Scrooge McDuck. (laughs) DuckTales was great. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. That was a time. 1987 to 1990. You know? Mm-hmm. 1987 to 1990. Then they did a reboot of it a couple years back. <laughs> Huey, Dewey, and Louie? Yeah. Yeah, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Uh, his nephews, which are, you know. Somebody, a YouTuber, did a mathematical breakdown of Scrooge McDuck's vault. And, like, all oh, yeah? the money that, yeah. They, oh, they I took, saw that. I think it was MatPat. I'm not 100% sure. But, they yeah, they broke down, like, okay, judging by the size of the vault and blah, 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 like, how much money he actually had. It was pretty wild. Needless to say, he definitely earned the whole being the richest bastard in the world. Well, <laughs> you know, you have to think, when it comes to, when it comes to DuckTales, you got to think Indiana Jones, but with ducks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um... Well, what was what was the one with the was it not Chippendales? Chippendales Rescue Rangers. Yeah, the, the two characters were based directly off of Indiana Jones and Tom Selleck's character from something. Mag- Magnum PI. Magnum PI. Yeah. Yeah. Magnum PI. Directly, the, the their look was directly influenced by those two characters, which was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, we just found it. Film theories. It was Matt Pat. How rich is Scrooge? Yeah. So there you go. See, if you guys get a chance, check that out. It's yeah, actually you, hilarious. You can you can find that link on our on our social media page because anything we talk about, uh, not everything because that'd be a big long list, but but most of the stuff that we talk about, you'll find on our all our social mm-hmm. media pages and whatnot. Contrary so, to popular belief, as um, Scrooge McDuck would have you uh, would have you believe rather, um, you cannot swim in a pool of coins. <laughs> No, you <laughs> no. definitely cannot. No, you cannot. That would end poorly. Yeah, do not try that. Yeah, yeah, I, f- yeah. I feel like if... Yeah, so, listeners, watch how, how The Toys That Shaped Us. Yes, made us. The Toys That Made Us on, on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Yeah, Literally, like, a lot of the stuff that we, we've sort of covered, they go into way more detail because they actually talk to the manufacturers, they talk to the designers, the people who did this stuff and it is absolutely incredible i i took such a hard fall down the nostalgia hole with that one and learned oh. a bunch of stuff about things i'd had toys and things i didn't even know but it was so well done well edited well cut well researched um everyone you know from the animators to the designers to the the executives to all these people that were involved in every facet of the process just so well done show it is it's really real have you seen it will uh, no, I'll have to check that out, actually. Yeah, definitely. It's the toys so that worth your Toys that made us. Okay. So that's, we're just, we're just talking about DuckTales. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Indiana Jones with ducks. It had a, a full-length animated feature that you actually went to the theaters to, to watch. Mm-hmm. DuckTales, the movie, The Treasure of the Lost Lamp. You know, they, <laughs> they, did a, they did a reboot in the series in 2017, I think the series was. Um, and you can't help but think about the DuckTales theme song. Yep. Right? We we can't play it here, but if you want to go look it up, DuckTales I mean, theme. 
that's such a testament of the time, right? Like it's yeah. the eighties, it's the nineties. Everything's gonna sound just awesome because you know that's some of the best music came from those eras. Like guitar riffs and and just keyboard solos. It was just catchy. Yeah, a thing. needlessly addictingly catchy because now, that was it, right? That was the hook to sell the toys. And you're walking down the aisle in Walmart, you're humming the. Now, what kid in the 1980s didn't want to be He-Man? Right, um, He-Man. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I mean, I when I was getting into my cartooning, He-Man was a little passe for me. But well, when I, in the 80s, when were you born, man? Uh, I was born 89. Okay, so you're right at the end. He-Man wasn't even on TV. No. In 89. Like I said, yeah, I would have caught all these as like, you know, reruns and Saturdays. Have you ever have you seen E-Man, Will? Have you seen him? Oh, yeah, of course I've seen He-Man. Like He-Man, the original the yeah. original He-Man? Yeah. He-Man. That's right. And it the ran- Masters of the Universe. That's nah, right. Beast Man. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> It ran from 83 to 85, right? It was supposed to be a ripoff of Conan the Barbarian. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, again, it was, yeah, that he was, Conan was sort of the influence. They wanted like a, a sort of softer Conan. And here's the thing again, which was designed specifically to sell toys. There was no show. It was just like, here's a bunch of cartoons I've drawn of these characters for this toy line. And the whole idea was like, well, okay, how are we going to sell these toys? Let's make a show. And that, again, it's all in that Toys made us. But I was about to say that. I was just about to say it's that. It's incredible, incredible how many TV shows were literally created to sell toys. Now, it really is interesting when you think about that. Well, back then, in the, back then, the early 80s and 90s, that's of course. That's exactly it. Right? That was just such a powerful market. Like, could you imagine that? That doesn't work now. Like, we can go back to Thundercats, no, for example. We can go back to Thundercats, for example. Uh-huh. In night in 2011, they they oh, Warner God. Brothers rebooted Thundercats. Okay, rebooted the whole thing. I tried to watch an episode, and I, I do couldn't. you want to know why it only lasted one season? It was it was bad because no one bought the toys. Nobody cares about that kind of stuff anymore. Nobody bought the toys because they thought that they would make a reboot of a series that was created to sell toys so that way they can sell more toys of that Mm -hmm. series. Well, it's not necessarily toys that you have to try to sell now. A lot of it is online market. Yeah, no one bought the toys. That's it. It's an entirely different world. Like That kind of thing's not going to cut it anymore. Well, no one bought the toys but me. I mean, like Funko Pops... (laughs) Yeah, I mean Funko Pops and stuff, but that's that again. That is all appealing to a collector's market of people our age who grew up with those things, right? Like when you go buy Funko Pops, it's like, oh my God, there's an Indiana Jones, or there's a He Man, or you know, I found one. It was a freaking Happy Gilmore, Bob Barker. I got it from a buddy for his birthday. Like there's the Funko Pop thing is literally playing off of your love for nostalgia. It's, it's like here's a really cute snippet of that thing you love. And, you know, they're barely getting taken out of the boxes. Like, I've got, like, maybe a dozen Funko Pops. I've got a couple of the, the D&D ones as well. And they're still in the box hanging out. i got a Dark Crystal Funko Pop. It's oh, hell yeah. Yeah, and, like, they're, they're there. They're there to collect. They're to look at. They're to kind of just oogle. But it doesn't have that same sort of buying power as, as like, hey, here's 
a character and the ancillary characters and they're all part of a family or a team and guess what? There's a fucking show that you can watch you can be a part of and you can hold your toy and giggle and like watch this show and whoa, it's amazing. Like we don't get that anymore. It's not a thing that that the closest to the thing youth. you could have to that would be uh would be like an app with uh with uh in app purchases to unlock certain characters from a show. Well you know what? It's the closest thing we have to that is actually Fortnite. There is a massive, right. a massive amount of Fortnite toys. Fuck, like expensive, yeah. like really, really yeah. expensive. And like I took, I took a stroll through Walmart every now and then. Walmart or, or wherever, whatever big box store you've got, and you go through the toy aisle, and, and sometimes I love to go and look and see what sort of is the toys happening right now. And I mean, you've got like your your transformers and everything else. They've always got to do the releases of the new and updated things. But but Fortnite has had a massive surgence of just like action figures and toys and accessories and things. Even like Halloween time comes around, and there's like a ton of oh yeah. And that's and I think right now that's probably the closest thing we have to that sort of collectability market where there's like I a, didn't a even consider thing. Uh, gaming like that. Yeah, well, because you've got like how many different outfits and, and accessories and stuff in the game that are completely exclusive and then if you go to the toy shop and you say oh my god there's the freaking luchador man that like it's like oh sick and then i can i see that uh, that there's is that weird unicorn thing yeah that unicorn head is everywhere but that's the closest thing we have right now to that style of let's have a toy bridge the gap between tangible and media now, speaking of toys, there was one cartoon in the 80s that sold so much toys. It was unreal. And they're still selling toys to this day. From 1987 to 1996, the original Teenage Mutant Ninja oh, Turtle cartoon. Yes. That is a toy gold mine. Teenage and, Mutant Ninja Turtle cartoon. If the listeners haven't seen this, you need oh to look it up. You, if you need haven't to seen, look it up. If you haven't seen the turtles, are you even a human? Yeah. Well, they might. They might be a reptile. <laughs> yeah. It's actually really funny. Again, the Netflix, the big challenges they had porting the toy from the comic was the tail. Yeah, I remember that. Because it looked like a penis. <laughs> it did. Yeah, the silhouette was really off-putting, and so like they had this little nubby tail, and it just looked. So they ended up having to scrap the tail completely. I had a toy back oh in the day where the toy morphed from. It was like one of those changeable ones where you can change the full-size two-legged turtle mm-hmm. down to their turtle form. Oh and, yeah, I remember those. And and. I remember the toy having a tail. That was an early, early one. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm... because it transformed into an actual turtle. So yeah, I, so I, I remember I the toy having a tail. But the toys were hot. The video games were fun. The feature-length 1990 movie. Oh, it was all around just like well done. But there's a reason for that. The, the Turtles movie from 1990 is literally the finest comic book film, the best comic mm-hmm. book film ever made. That, the movie actually scared me as a kid. Really? Yeah, it was. 
Well, you, you, you've seen those turtle costumes, right? Yeah, it was interesting. The, the original <laughs> 90s movie was one of the best ones ever made. It went oh, like, I, severely no downhill after But I, I understand Will's um, apprehension. They were pretty creepy. I'll give him that. Yeah, well, they, I saw they, the, like, the animated like, TV series before I saw that movie. Like a bunch well, of it was a real challenge to bring but... them into real life, too. Oh, yeah, it was. Uh, that was the the sec the last movie Jim Henson ever worked on was yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. And then, uh, then the film sort of went downhill. Yeah, yeah. Very but, I mean, badly. The reason I think that that whole thing was so successful was because it was a comic beforehand, right? Like it had a cushion. It was an really... adult. It was an adult comic. It was it was pretty pretty messy, but and it started to lighten up as the years got went on, and they got more exposure into the world and started to morph into something that was a little more kid oriented for sure. But yeah, it started off as pretty pretty dark and noir sort of comic, but again, it had that that cushion to rely on, that cushion of just fantastic writing, awesome characters, um, you know, passion, and it was it was born of these two guys who knew what they were doing like they they had something special kevin eastman and peter laird right and then it evolved from there right so that's why the show was so good was because they were involved that's why you know the toys were great and the movie was good and as they got older you know everything nothing shines forever right like you're always going to run into something that causes degradation either you know because they did they split up eh? like they, they did yeah they had a falling out you can find all this information on that toys that made us on on netflix that's true yeah they did and he's got a huge collection too did you see his wall yeah oh my god now before we move on to the next one um will what's up do you know <laughs> you seem to be yeah, very i'm also here <laughs> yeah you're you're you're, you're, you're a lot silent you can chime in too you know um, uh, I mean, I, I don't really have much much I can say, honestly. <laughs> do you do you do you know what the the connection between the Fresh Prince of Bel Air and the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cartoon is? Was it was it Will Smith? No. Oh. Oh my no, God! I know sad. this. Do, I know do you, this. Do you know it? I know this. I don't. The, the voice, Uncle, Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil. Uncle no Phil. way. Yeah, the voice of the original Shredder. In the 1980s cartoon <laughs> movie, no the cartoon was Uncle Phil. Yeah, in in no. uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I did no. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So yeah, now, when right. when when you go back and watch that cartoon, because I know you will, when you go that's... watch that cartoon, in my you... head, I have like an image of yeah. of Uncle of Uncle Phil and just like a shredder mask on him. Yeah. <laughs> James James Avery. That's what. That's James what Avery. That's right. James James Avery. Oh my god! Just, right. Another thing too about the turtles toys was they got really ridiculous. Oh my god! Every form of every like you could find astronauts, astronaut yeah. turtles, or cowboy turtles. You could find. Plumbers. I shit you. I shit oh my god! Cowboys. I know, right? I, I don't shit know. you not. There was a Ninja Turtles toy. I can't remember which turtle it was, but he was in a fucking painter's outfit. Like I mean, that one painting, doesn't surprise me as much. Like he was no, like he was painting houses for a living. Yeah. Oh, oh, wait, that oh, like that yeah. kind of outfit, like a like a painter's schmock that was covered in paint, and he had like yeah. a roller. <laughs> and it was like there was one reason like board shorts and 
it was just they got so ridiculous for so yeah. long. We're Man, just the, like the I don't turtles know really were thinking. running out of work, weren't they? Literally, they, they did. They they had every kind of toy. Like I'm, I I'm knew rent up. in New York was was intense, but I didn't think the sewer would be that expensive. <laughs> I wish I wish that like the toy company would come out, come back and remake them or like make more toys in the same molds and everything as they were in designs, but come out with adult versions where it's like. Here's hungover Raphael. <laughs> <laughs> He's in like a hose coat and slippers. <laughs> okay, so I looked up some of those. Mikey. Cigar- yeah, I exactly. Look- Mikey with a bong and a great <laughs> I looked up t-shirt. some I looked up some of the turtles, uh, some of the ridiculous turtle stuff. Yes. Um, oh my god. Raphael the Magnificent. So what? it was Raphael as a as a as a magician. Oh my god. Why? Right? He came complete with a top hat, an R-branded suit jacket, swanky white gloves. Do you think he would get like really frustrated if his trick wouldn't work or if no volunteers came up? Well, that's what I was going to say. Like He's the last person to be a magician. The guy's a rageaholic. Like, yeah. Donnie or Mikey, I can see being I can 100% a magician. see Mikey being a magician. I well, think, I think Mikey one hundred percent would. Donnie would of, look into the, the, like, the, the practice of it for sure. Speaking oh, yeah. of Mikey, I have another one here. Oh, here we where, go. Where they dressed up Michelangelo as the Macho Man Randy Savage. No. Yep. No. Yep. The Macho Man Randy no Savage. Way. Yep. yep. The whole nine oh yards. Oh, my God. Has, I have to, the, I'm going to have to get that from my buddy. The macho, the macho Man shirt and the glasses <laughs> and the whole nine yards. I'm looking this Ooh, up right yeah. now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cowabunga. The Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah. That's and wild. then and then and then there's and then there's this abomination. Uh Chief Leo. Oh my god, it oh my god, it is a thing. Chief Leo. Oh my fucking god. Chief Leo. So Chief Leo. So it was Leonardo uh dressed in some very questionable Native American garb. Oh god. No, 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 yep. no, no, no. Yep, yep, look it up. Chief Leo. Oh my god, it's Chief- true. Leo. Oh wow, that is so inappropriate. Yeah, Chief Leo. But like, yeah. okay, okay. And then there was a Raphael that was dressed up like a Confederate soldier. What? Yeah, the I'm looking at that fuck? picture right now. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Was there just no? No nope. Can we just take a quick minute to appreciate how accurate that is to the characters, though? <laughs> like the yeah, personalities. Well, yeah, really. But like, what was what was the train of thought here? What were they thinking? When did this come out? Uh, they just, I don't know. I don't know. Probably oh my god, it was nineteen ninety two. Yeah, yeah I got like, another one here. Bandito Bashin Mike. Wow. Bandito Bashin Bandito Mike. Bandito Bashin Mike. It it he was wearing some. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, it says this figure is one burrito and a menudo CD away. Of being rarely seen. You know what I mean? This is Racial. the most racist looking thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Curled well, mustache, sombrero, bandolier, golden tooth, the whole It's one. just Mexican stereotypes. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then they had like Raph as like a Yukon hunter with the raccoon hat and the tassel yeah. jacket. And yeah. then like c- cowboy. Oh there's, my lord. Then there's farm, <sighs> Farmer Donatello. Farmer. Uh, Farmer Donatello. It's one of the yeah. It's pretty bad. Like I knew I knew a guy that had all these toys, 
Like he, he oh had my all. Christ! Oh, it was really, really bad. Like really racist. It was just wow. horrible. And well, it's just like, it's, I've I've it's seen just and heard some pretty racist shit, but Jesus, it was just really bad. Like they 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 thought of everything, everything. Here's here's us the sailor, the sailor, sailor Michelangelo. You know, they were, oh my god, they did mutant militia or mutant yep. military, where all the characters have like military outfits. Yep. Oh my god, they just—it didn't matter what it was. I think they had a like a like a hat with just a million different occupations <laughs> and ethnic stereotypes, and it was just like, all right, guys, it's time to release a new line of toys. What are we doing this week? It's like, I don't know. Like, let's do Leonardo as a Jew. <laughs> Back then, that would have been a thing. And they, yeah, that's the thing is they just they got away with it because uh, uh, Larry. 1992 in the early 90s man no one cared it's no the golden gave, age of no one gave a shit no one gave a shit about anything oh my then. god you know what i mean like well it's like hey, a toy's like it's, it's kids it's toys for kids They're okay gonna okay you you need to look up these turtles okay these are the fucking the weirdest ass lsd looking turtles ever oh They're no called Pizza tossing Ninja Turtles. Look them up. Oh my god, okay, I remember. Li- lis- listeners, I need you to look them up. Look on your phone. Why does this sound familiar? Look to them me. up. Look at what these turtles look like. When did this happen? Pizza tossing Ninja Turtles. I'll give you what? a second. Go ahead. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Yep. Big ass buggy eyeballs. Tongues it, hanging out. Why do like, they look like they're in the what middle of the a hell? prostate exam? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, oh my god! Yeah, look at these turtles, man. Well, and like this was in response to, hey, we've got toys that shoot stuff. Yeah, let's make the turtles shoot stuff. What are they going to shoot? Pizzas out of ovens embedded in their chests, and it'll yeah. also make it look like they're having an existential nightmare. <laughs> Now, now, did you know that the turtles actually um, made a deal with Satan? Apparently, <laughs> apparently. But <laughs> no, like did it. did you know that the turtles actually went out on a stadium tour? Yes, yes, I do. I think I heard that they actually I, went I on a, a stadium tour. They they did. Um, it's a concert concert tour. Terrible. Uh, oh man, it was just horrible. Uh, I'm gonna look it up right now. What it's called? Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. Okay. Just... Right, moving on. Moving on. What's yeah next? Coming out of their shells tour. It was yeah, that's bad. right. The coming out of your shell tour. Transformers. Oh my god. Transformers. Come on. Transformers. I never actually got into Transformers. Everybody knows Transformers. Transformers, right? You can't talk about the 80s without talking about the Transformers. Transformers had a long-running history, actually, well into the 90s. Well, the original cartoon only went from 84 to 87. Mm-hmm. Right? So they, well, you, I, I grew yeah. up with Beast Wars. Well, that was the early 90s, right? What was yeah. what was that one? Tell, tell me what that one was. So Beast Wars was... I can't remember how... 
they managed to do this, but they crashed on like a proto Earth, and they didn't have their forms right. So did they have like to a... like take on the form of animals that they yeah, saw? Yeah, they literally. Okay, I yeah, saw they, that. they scanned animals around them. And, and if they stayed in their animal form outside of the their ship for too long, they would sort of become that animal in a sense. Um, I don't remember that fast enough, but I, I know that they no, I, I have such a strange memory of yeah. that existing. Because they, uh, yeah, it was like with the weirdest thing, which is like one guy was a wasp and he was a rat, and <clears> Optimus <throat> was a gorilla, I think. Yeah. And the one dude was a rhino. And then for some fucking reason, Megatron was like, oh, here's some T Rex bones. I'm going to be a T-Rex. <laughs> <laughs> like, so everybody else has these, like, random-ass characters. Then... Oh, my God. It is exactly what I remember. It's not I'm a fever a dream. Now. Yeah, no, no, it is. It, it was uh, computer animated. Yeah, I remember that. Like, I'm looking we're... at some of the stuff right now. Were all the Decepticons dinosaurs? Or was it just... Oh, I feel like most of them were. Maybe not all of them. Oh, wow. That CGI does not hold. No, can write. No, it doesn't. Oh, well. it does yeah, not. Buddy was Buddy was a cheetah, which was really cool. The one dude was like a snow leopard. It was like Rat Attack. It was like the most annoying, overtly Jewish character. I don't know why, but the whole time he just sounded like he was from, like Brooklyn. Just whoa, go on. Just yeah. Look out there, Optimus Prime. <laughs> what the <laughs> hell? One of them, there was a baboon. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. And, and Megatron was a T-Rex. Like, explain that one. <laughs> uh, well, he saw T-Rex bones, and he thought, yeah. That, yeah, it's like everybody else had to scan living creatures, but he just managed to find a fall. I was like, yeah, I can do this. Was Benator. He was cool. Benator? Was Benator. Mm. I remember him. Beast Wars. Now, uh, now that now uh, we're getting close to the end of the podcast here. It's a reboot, is what this okay. reminds me of. Yeah, I, was I know. About... We still haven't gotten into the nineties. We haven't gotten into the nineties. Well, we can do that. We can make that the next one if you want. We can. You can come back, and you know, we can. Man, do that my childhood one. though is so messed when it comes to shows. Is it? That's what I mean. Well, I would love to get Will's sort of hot take on cartoons he grew up with. I've well, actually. That's the thing. I didn't. It is that we were talking about this early before we started recording. Will's mom is my age. So Will's mom would be would have introduced him to cartoons that we're just talking about. Mm-hmm. We rat didn't have TV growing up. So I um like I oh, ended up having awful. uh 100% legally downloaded uh shows. Yes, <laughs> legal, very legally. Very, very legal. legal. Very, very legal methods that her yeah. old boyfriend uh, had downloaded, and oh. like I would just watch like Pokemon and and He Man and Shira, Digimon. Do you remember Metabots? Metabots. Yeah, look up Metabots. Metabot. Let me see. Meta with a D M E D A B O T S. Metabots. I loved the show. I don't think I've seen this one actually. Okay, before we, before we end the, the podcast, okay, I'm going to name out some cartoons, and I want, me, I want you guys to tell me if you've seen them or if you okay. remember them, okay? All right. Uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yes. Obviously. Bobby's World. Yes. 
my god. Don't think so. No. Voice Bobby, by Howie Mandel. Mandel. Yeah, voiced by Howie Mandel. Uh Tailspin. He's copper kid again. Oh, Will, did uh, you just No, oh. no, I'm here. Sorry. Um, okay. Tailspin. Tailspin. I did see a few episodes of that as a as a youngin. Yeah. Uh, how about Tiny Toon Adventures? Yes. What yeah. was that? That you cut out on me? I missed it. Tiny Toon Adventures. Tiny Toon oh. Adventures. Oh yeah. Uh, Darkwing Duck. Mm-hmm. Don't think yep. so. Uh, this this is the one that Aaron knows. Darkwing well. Duck. This is the one that Aaron knows very well. Let's get the dark. Tick. Oh God, I love the Tick. The Tick. I recently just like binge watched. I, I went back and watched the cartoon. Watched the series on Amazon Prime. Um, I love the Tick. I'm a very big Tick fan. Spoon. <clears throat> Spoon. Do you know of the Tick, Will? I think I actually have seen like a one or two episodes here and there. That is okay. such a great just parody sort of the whole superhero genre I, I think is was really fun about that show i love it was it was a good show i'm gonna really have to get back into it mm-hmm. um muppet babies oh god yeah yeah i have seen that muppet babies um before garfield the cat obviously you know garfield the cat mm-hmm. yeah there was Heathcliff. yeah do you remember I remember him. i remember Heathcliff. i didn't actually watch much of it or I've seen him out in the. Have you heard of Heathcliff, Will? I don't think so. If you have a chance, look him up. Heathcliff. See, when when were you born, Will? I think that's we we got off in the two thousand. Yeah. Okay. Millennium baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So again, he's only nineteen. Right. Right. You'll be twenty sometime this year, right? So you you sort of were born just as like the golden era of cartoons were sort of gestating, really. Yeah, yeah, I kind of missed all the good shit. Yeah, a little bit. Well, because there was there was not. I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say like the silver era, maybe like the golden era would probably have to be the eighties because that's really cartoons took their form, right? But then the nineties. That's when they just got up and running and started doing some amazing stuff. Like MTV was putting out cartoons, and like that's mostly my list is 1999. Now, I'm gonna name a couple more. Now we've we've been we've been naming a lot of we've been naming a lot of uh, male dominated shows like you know Transformers <laughs> and Thundercats and all that sort of stuff. Please what tell about... me you're about to mention My Little Pony. Oh, I was no. just going to sing it. No, no, not My, <laughs> my Little Pony. Little Pony. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that that's still on. Like, my daughter watches that. Oh, yeah. You know? It's amazing to think, like, yeah, My Little Pony's been around forever. Now, the one that I remember from back in the day. The 60s, I think? Was, well, I don't know. I didn't have to, I'll have to look that up. But the one that I remember is She-Ra. Mm-hmm. Which Obviously, is I've supposed seen to be supposed to be He Man's, you know, long, long forgotten sister or something. But the one that I was going to name was Gem. Yeah, Gem was Gem really popular. Gem was really popular. Yeah, Gem. Gem was like Hannah Montana before Hannah Montana. 
Oh, what was the other one? Gem. Gem. Huh. J-E-M. Uh, I probably shouldn't search this. <laughs> um, then there's the other one. Then there's another one. Uh, the Gummy Bears. Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah, kind of like that. I was just going to say, I, I started searching pussy, and I was like, oh. Yo, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, you're going to go somewhere <laughs> was, totally different. That's right. Yeah. The internet was taking me down a different hole there. <laughs> that's, well, a whole, that, that's a whole other podcast. Right. A whole Josie. other podcast. Ooh. Whole. Josie nice and the Pussycats. Was, my mom watched Josie. Now, do you... Some do you, Archie comic stuff there. Yeah. That's Aaron, the do, 70s. Do you remember uh, the Gummy Bears? No, no, not the gummy bears. The gummy yeah. bears. The adventure. No, the adventures of the gummy bears. That sounds delicious. Yeah. Well, it was. Then, then there was. Um, they don't look very gummy in their in their pictures no. here. One one of the most one of the most obscure, co- uh, cartoons from back the eighties. Um, but it was a British cartoon, Ooh. and it was literally called. Banana Man. <laughs> okay, I gotta look this up real quick. Banana Man. Yeah. Oh my God. Banana Man. If you guys are listening out there, you need to look it up. Oh look Jesus! Up, my look up Christ. Banana Man. That is some cosplay right there. Yeah. That Why does he look so angry? <laughs> I don't know. That's... I think next time there's a con here in our city, I know what I'm gonna. Know what I'm Banana gonna Man. <laughs> yeah look at those shoes yep Banan- <laughs> banana man he is just taking that to the extreme i want to see damn. i want to see a fight between banana man and batman and <laughs> and the i tick. mean you can and see a tick. fight uh a fight with the turtles and batman mm, that's true i have that i have that movie banana banana man <laughs> Oh, that's all, wild. All right. So I hope, Will, I, I hope you enjoyed the the trip of nostalgia down down the nineteen eighties and early nineties rabbit hole. Well but some honorable some mentions. Part of it was nostalgic for me even. Yeah. Can I do some honorable mentions for the nineties. Biker yeah. Meister oh, Mars. Do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Biker Meister Mars was an that was my jam. I mean, toys the coolest part about the toys was the little antenna actually moved in and out of their heads so you could put their helmets on their biker helmets uh like, street sharks street sharks yep both of those were amazing for toy sales like that was just that was the jam i remember having street sharks and bike biker mice from mars another i think the anthropomorphic animals thing was huge for some yeah. Um, well, have you seen Samurai Pizza Cats? Oh, Samurai hell Samurai yeah. Pizza Cats. That's a classic. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I remember watching Samurai Pizza Cats after Power Rangers. Yeah, like Power Rangers would come on on in and and on Saturday morning, and then I would watch Samurai Pizza Cats right afterwards. Loved, you know, loved those. And and so we got to make you got to you know another mention uh, Smurfs. Smurfs, of course. You know, we got we got to talk about them. The Smurfs. Uh, you know, other other ones I can't remember off the top of my Darkwing, you know, Darkwing Duck. But then, but then there was another one where the theme song is still stuck in my head 
to this day, and I still find myself singing the song. Bucky O'Hare. Bucky O'Hare. That's that's one, but that's the no. <laughs> I, I sang it at work the other day, and and I just I find myself humming the tune every now and then. Denver, the last dinosaur. Oh God, that is an old old one. Denver, the last dinosaur. It, it's it was just one of the last ones that I could that it's still in my head to this day. Yeah, you've and got a knack for that. Is remembering a lot themes and stuff i don't know why i have no idea why it's just it's just there <laughs> it's just there awesome all right so so we're gonna end it right now uh so thanks for listening to there's nobody here named josh <laughs> Thank, uh, thanks for having me yeah uh my name's kevin i'm your host uh this is will and uh usually rob but he's not here right now still there's, calling you out Yep, still calling you up. Uh, there's nobody. There's, there's nobody here named Josh. Was produced by Adam Upper, aka Stump Chunkman, and our logo. <laughs> I know. Our logo was. Name. Our logo was created by the amazing Aaron Alessandrini, and uh, who's 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 here with us right now. How you can follow. You can follow what we're doing on our social media. There's no Josh on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, there's nobody here named Josh Podcast on Facebook and even on YouTube. Uh, so oh, you we're can, on YouTube now, and we are on YouTube. And you can find this podcast wherever you find your podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Anchor. You can find us all over anywhere you find your favorite podcasts. So thank you very much. Next week, we're going to do um, another one of these. Uh, stay tuned on our social media to find out what the topic is going to be. So I'm going to say bye-bye. <laughs> um, but uh, do you have anything left to say, either of you, before we go? Yeah, watch. what the fuck was Bravestar? <laughs> You're going to have to watch Bravestar to find out. <laughs> Watch Bravestar. Watch cartoons. Don't don't let that that thing die. Go back, support it. Buy the DVDs. Um, I mean, this is a part of our part of our our, our mythos, a part of our history, right? Like, these are things that shaped us. Cartoons today are absolutely garbage. So. I know they're they're horrible to this day. So thank you guys very much for listening to There Is No Josh. And remember, the number one rule of this podcast is that there is no josh is here all right i will talk to you guys later i know see you later bye 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 bye